it's better to have a hundred people that love your product than to try and talk to a thousand people who just like you. Because the ones that love you are the ones that are going to be putting their time and money to purchase from you right away. And building your business on people that love you, even though it might take a little bit more time, it will start compounding a lot faster into becoming a really meaningful business. Hi, I'm Morris Sims, and I'm the host of the Business of Sales podcast and the Travel Masters Learning Community podcast. I've been working with business owners and professional salespeople, and now specifically with travel professionals, to help them improve and grow their businesses. After 32 years in corporate life, uh, that was it. I couldn't handle it. I retired and just started my own business. I got to tell you, I have never had this much fun in my entire life. So thanks for joining us today. Let's get this party started and help you get whatever it is that you want from your business. Solopreneur, you know, I, I, I know a lot of us are just that. I am, and I'm betting that many of you are as well. Isn't that an interesting word, solopreneur? What it really means is that you and I are out there by ourselves for the most part, doing our business to make money to to achieve our objectives and when you do that you may not have you know 10 or 20 employees you may be all by yourself and if that's the case that's great the thing that i believe you have to remember in that sort of situation is that you're running a business if you're doing anything that does not generate a w2 then you're not an employee you're running a business and you have to run that business like a business. Today, Lomit Patel is with us. And Lomit has done a lot of work with startups from the beginning to, to making them into, you know, million-dollar businesses. He's written a book about AI. Just He's been in this business of, of helping business owners for many years. Lomit, thank you for being here. I know you're going to share something with us that's going to be really practical and useful in today's world. Thanks for having me, Morris. Super excited to be having this conversation with you today. Well, as you heard in the intro, we're talking, I think, you know, on podcast, you never know really who you're talking to, but I assume that we're talking to business owners. I don't think anybody else would be interested in what all we're talking about. I assume we're talking to business owners that probably don't have a huge business. They probably don't have, you know, there's a half a million dollars worth of startup cash laying around. They're just trying to make it today. Lament, how do we scale that business? How do we begin to think about scaling that business? What do we do that's practical on a daily basis to kind of grow the business from where it is today to where we'd like for it to be? Yeah, that's a really good question. And, you know, what I will say is, you know, having worked at startups for over 20 years, you know, and 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 to be honest, just to give uh, the listeners some context, you know, the startups that I've joined have been really early stage. So it's been a, you know, a handful of employees and we've been able to kind of grow this business from some literally zero dollars in revenue to, oh, to like over a couple of hundred million dollars in annual recurring revenue. And, and to be honest, you know, no matter what the different stages of, of the business are, 
you know, it all comes down to really understanding your customer. I think that's key. And it really starts with that because, you know, for any business to be successful, it it, it it's about making sure that you're able to offer enough value to a customer so that they're so that they're going to be a, so that they will, you know, choose you over your competitor. And uh, and so, you know, one of the things we generally do a lot in startups is really number one is really defining and understanding what the product and service is that that we need to need to develop. And 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 it's the same with you know any solopreneur. It's really understanding you know you know what is the value that you're bringing to someone. And 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 once you know that value, you you want to validate to make sure that people are able to uh, to really truly understand that 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 they see the value in the way you you talk about that product or service to them. And so, you know, for the most part, uh, it's about getting, get, get, finding the right users for what you have to offer. And, and generally what happens is, you know, as, as your business is going to continue to grow and, you know, you know, it's all, it's all about, you know, what can you do today to try and become better for tomorrow? And so it's really understanding your customers, continue to grow, and, and, and focus on, on – it's better to have 100 people that love your product than to try and talk to 1,000 people who just like you. Because the ones that love you are the ones that are going to be putting their time and money to purchase from you right away. Building your business on people that love you – even though it might take a little bit more time, it will start compounding a lot faster into becoming a really meaningful business. How do, how do you go about practically knowing who loves you and who, I guess, who the people that love you, the people that give you money for your product or service, right? That's right. And um, I, mean, I mean, generally, people kind of vote with two things. It's either with it with their money or with their time, right? So depending on what kind of product, but, you know, uh, it's it, it's really understanding, uh, before you sort of find a customer, it's really understanding what is it that you're really offering, right? Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and, and, yeah. and, and, and and the key thing is, for the most part, there's a lot of people that are probably offering something similar or to what you're offering. So one of the things that you have to try and sort of figure out is, it is whatever you're offering, how is it unique or different to what to whatever else is out there that's that's that that somebody is is doing mm-hmm. or, or yeah. could potentially choose over whatever uh product or service you have and you know it's i mean for the most part that's that's where you can come up with um like in startups one one of the things that startups generally do is is the reality is we don't really know what that is, but we run a lot of experiments and we run a lot of uh, um, A-B tests to try and sort of come up with different ways of talking about the product service and and and, and finding people who we feel are the ideal customer for that product service and, and, and running uh, research like surveys, sending surveys out to the customers or even doing focus groups where you're just talking to people in in the room or soliciting people, whether you go out, you know, to conferences or whatever, where you find these people, just, just, just to try and see that what you feel that you're offering is, 
is is actually being valued, mm-hmm. or how you yeah. or or and, and or how you need to try and iterate and 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 change it a little bit to to make sure that 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 you're really honing in on 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 how somebody else can perceive that value, mm-hmm. and and uh, and and then once you once you get that, then it's a matter of you know uh, trying to find some of those customers. And 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 see if they're going to buy from you, right? Because if people buy from you, then, then 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 that's a huge vote of confidence that they actually see some value in what you're offering. And 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 once you stop getting people that are buying your product or service, then what you want to try to do is uh, and you know is is ask them for referrals. Like, hey, you know, thank you for doing business with me. Is it is it, you know. Is there anybody else that you think who who might find this helpful or valuable that I could talk to? That's like w- one of the low hanging f- ways of getting more customers is just getting mm-hmm. referrals or word of mouth. The, the second yeah. way of the second way of getting more customers is 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 to try and sort of uh, look into uh, ways of finding people who could potentially help you spread the message. Mm-hmm. And and that could be through either doing paid advertising where you can look into, hey, the, for example, you know, the ideal person that really likes my product is a 35-year-old uh, male who's educated and is really into um, – Let's say uh, sports like watches American football. You could you you could use that criteria and go into f- things like social networks, whether it's like Facebook or TikTok or Google, and 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 identify more people that fit that profile, and then you can run small experiments with some paid advertising and 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 and, and try to target those users to see if. You know, if 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 that's one way that you can find more customers, another way to find more customers is that you could um, start writing content, whether it's articles around what you offer and 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 the types of problems that you're solving or the success you're having with other people that use that product or service, and. And once you write those articles, you want to try to identify what are the right keywords people are probably going to use to try and um, look for that product or service, and 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 do some optimizations around search engine marketing to try and have that content show up when people are searching for it on Google. That's I would say is easier said than done, but it's always possible. It's 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 all about just being consistent. And 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 putting content out there. You could also create a social media presence, whether it's on Facebook or Google, on YouTube, where you just put in this content out there so that other people can discover it. And you could put a little bit of paid advertising to try and once you put the content, you can you you can help amplify that content to the types of users that you want potentially um, finding that content. Oh God, Lomit, I have so many questions. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I really do. I really, really do. And the one that, that, uh, yeah, the obvious one I want to ask you is, okay, great. Yeah. How do you go about that? But the one that, the one that I I don't think I've ever, I don't think I've ever really found an answer to yeah. when you're talking about that ideal client and, yeah. and getting out there and, and doing it on, on all these different things. How do you, how do you know? I mean, what do you, 
I don't know what to ask first. How do you begin that process? You've given us a lot of great ideas. Yeah. Uh, you can't, as a solopreneur, you just can't do everything. You have to, you have to start with something to focus on. Where would you suggest someone start in today's world with, with that social media presence or with paid ads or where would you begin? I would start, um, Ideally, uh, with referrals. Mm, okay. Yeah. Because for the most part, if 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 if, if somebody's going to um, uh, refer you, then then that will be a really high quality uh, mm-hmm. lead. Yeah. And 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 they'll be more likely to talk to you and listen to whatever your pitch is because you you you're getting referred. Another another thing that I would start. Um, Early on in the business, whether it's a startup or being a solopreneur, you want to you want to try to figure out what are creative ways of doing something where you don't have to spend money, right? Because you want to be as frugal as possible. And right. so, outside of referrals, another thing that 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 would be good is maybe look at potential networking opportunities where you could be exposed around people that that you want to try to talk to whether it's uh, going to conferences or trade shows or even uh, reaching out to different associations um where where there are members who potentially kind of fit the profile of who you you want to be talking to and 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 to be honest i mean a lot of these associations and they they have different networking events, or they even allow people to come and pitch their members on mm-hmm. potential. Yeah. And and so, you know that that's another place that I would I would go to. Um, I would also try to you know like, like like being a solopreneur, you know, what can you do to try and make yourself memorable to people that you, that meet you, right? And by that, what I mean is, uh, you know, it's like uh, don't try to maybe dress up the way most people dress up. The idea is what could you do that's a little bit unique, whether it's, you know, wearing a certain uh a, a certain um color of a sweater or shirt or something that you just wear consistently so people know, hey, you know, this is this is a person who who, who loves red shirts or something but 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 what happens is you're creating an identity and a personal brand for yourself because that that's that's ultimately what it comes down to because you know as a solopreneur you know before you can build a business brand you've got to build your own personal brand that people will trust and and so the way you the way you do that is is really just getting yourself out there whether it's you know being being out at like different networking events or 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 or, or being um reaching out to different like associations where you could go on pitch or it could be even talking to like local media telling them about what your business is doing and and seeing if the reporters might be interested in in in, in writing a story up about you and and then coming up with a way where where you make yourself memorable and so, you know, another thing. Uh, I got to so- tell you a story real quick. Yeah. You, sure. you hit it right on the head. I'm yeah. a member of a, a networking group called Success Champions Networking, and they do a meeting every year. They call it the Badass Business Summit in Fort Worth, and it is yeah. it is a blast. I absolutely love it. This year, there was a gentleman there, and I can't remember everything about Larry, but here's what I do remember about Larry. 
He wore a bright red hat, just a baseball cap, but it was yeah. a bright red baseball cap. The story goes that he was not doing all that great. He was not, you know, knocking the cover off the ball in his consulting yeah. business, but he he needed a hat and he was traveling and he grabbed this red hat and bought it and put it on and he wore it when he did his presentation. And from that point forward, he's been the red hat guy. He even renamed his company, the red hat guy. And he has just, it's taken off ever since because he is the red hat guy and everybody knows the red hat guy. So yeah, you're what you were just saying. It's a perfect example of how this guy grew his business and he didn't even know he was doing it. It was hilarious. Absolutely wonderful. What a great idea. Yeah. And, 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 and another example I'll give, you know, people may or may not remember, and it happens a lot, like, like here in Silicon Valley, like, like tech founders, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. In terms of how they try to like create this aura or, or, or personal <laughs> brand, you know, uh, so Steve Jobs, he was well known for just wearing kind of black turtle mm -hmm. and all black, and 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 that kind of became his identity. And so there's a lot of tech founders here that sort of just wear the same thing. It's not like they don't have enough money to buy more clothes, but it becomes like a uniform and an identity mm -hmm. in terms of you know how people recognize them. And and another thing that people do here is you know I mean based on their company. You know, you know, they create T-shirts around what their company is and and kind of you know what the value prop is, right? So so you know every 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 time they walk around, you know, people, you know, you know, people kind of know, kind of get intrigued, like you know, so what is that company? Tell me more about it. So I mean, that's another way to do it. But but I think you know, personal brand, you know, however you go about it, the most important thing is that you have to be the biggest advocate for your business. You know, as as a solopreneur, if if you're not going to come across with that right energy and that excitement, then nobody else is going to sort of yeah. feed off that. Yeah. So so you know it, that, and then you know the other thing that that generally works well is, you know, what what can you provide someone of value? So as an example, you know, it could be a thirty minute consulting session or something, mm -hmm. a complimentary something to try and get someone to sort of get a uh, a way to to interact with you to learn more about what value you could potentially bring to them, and so you know, in, in Silicon Valley, you know, there's a there's a reason why a lot of products have free trials because those work, right? It removes a lot of the stigma and 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 the barriers for somebody to learn about some or try something. And so, how well does that how well does that work, Lomet, in the real world? I bet you got some yeah. numbers around that. If I did a free trial. It, what's the what's the general number there? Half the people that do it actually buy, or a third, or a tenth, or what? What what's it look like? Yeah, so you know, you know, generally, like if you if you if you do like you know a purchase, and and, and this this is kind of well known, and, and and you know the average conversion rate on on telling someone to sort of buy something where they don't really know much about it, you know, depending on price points, or whatever, average conversion rates around two to three percent. Mm -hmm. on, on on something okay. like that, but if you do a free trial and and you give something to someone for seven days or thirty days or or even a thirty minute session and and then you try to do an upsell pitch, it can go up to like twenty to 
to sixty percent, it could be a huge, a huge difference. So wow. you know, you, so so you're not talking about like like minor changes. You're talking about major. So that's why you know free trials or giving something away for free. And if you don't have like a consulting, um, I mean, um, uh, like like a like 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 a free uh, consulting uh, uh, session or anything, you can even come up with. Um, you know, some like you could do a free audit for someone based on whatever problem that they're trying to solve. You could give them a free ebook, or or or, or just give them some. Um, uh, uh, you know, inf- uh, you could create like a free newsletter where they can mm-hmm. sign up and, yeah. and get information. Yeah. But the idea is to create something where 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 you, where, where you're trying to start building this relationship, and 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 ultimately, it doesn't matter. You know, if 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 you're a solopreneur or, or if you're like a billion dollar business, it really comes down to building trust and keeping trust, right? So so the question is, how do you remove as much friction from somebody to trust you? And once mm-hmm. they trust you, then you know, uh, it, then it's a lot easier to have them potentially buy something from you. Yeah. And 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 another thing that you know, um, generally in Silicon Valley. You know, we do a lot of tests around price points and and the psychology of you know how much to charge. Outside of free trials, you want to try to make the entry price point. You can come up with like you know good, better, best. But the idea is, you know, pe- people are going to fall into like different uh, price points that that they're comfortable in terms of mm-hmm. making that initial purchase. So, you know, ideally, you know, come up with different price points where. You know, even if somebody doesn't isn't going to buy necessary, you know, your your most expensive solution, there is a solution where at a price point that they might be comfortable, kind of, you know, at least um, buying something that doesn't give them the full feature yeah. set, but yeah. but but enough to at least kind of you know get comfortable with it. Started, you. yeah, yeah, makes perfect sense. Uh, Lamed, I got to tell you, I got so many notes written down over here. Yeah. Uh, it's it's just amazing. Thank you so much for being here today. I'm glad to be here. Thanks. Oh for man, me. we we really do appreciate it. And you've written a really cool book, I understand, right? Yes, I um, I wrote a book called Lead AI, which is actually part of this really um, uh, famous book that was written by Eric Reese called The Lean Startup. So most mm-hmm. Most startups really follow the methodology of the lean startup, which ultimately is is around creating a minimal viable product or service. And then, you know, instead of like trying to create the perfect product or service, you want to try and create something that is as easiest to create the concept as possible and then validate to see, you know, people are really going to value that. And, mm-hmm. and the truth is the product, that you create is going to go through a number of different phases before it actually becomes the the perfect or ideal product that people are going to be really valuing. And 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 so my book Lean and I was was based on a lot of success that I had, where it's all around implementing that concept, but really doing it once because once once startups start to scale, it's like you know once 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 you um, make in whatever. Uh, a hundred thousand, half a million, or a million dollars a month. Then the question is, how do you get that revenue going really quickly mm-hmm. and, and growing? And and so a big part of that, at least 
in the company that I used to work with before um, called IMBU, it was all gaming. And so gaming, um, it's all around paid advertising. It was a big driver for that. And so the idea is how can you get better, smarter, better, faster, and smarter at really, really buying advertising. And so uh, the concept with Lean AI was to leverage AI and automation. So instead of having people buying this advertising on Google and Facebook and all of these other partners that we worked with, we created a machine that created an algorithm of who our ideal customer is. Mm-hmm. And 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 then it was a matter of finding those customers across all of these different paid channels and then um, trying to find the right way to personalize the pitch through advertising to to get them interested in 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 coming to our app to to try it out and 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 then once they came into the app it was all around trying to identify pretty quickly for example you know some people will come in and and they want to purchase right away some people will come in and and may not want to purchase right away so you know we, we had other ways that we could we could monetize them which was through advertising and so it was really easy to identify based on behaviors and actions what where we could potentially um, try to monetize them in, in like the first 30 days. And so we were able to predict that out with AI and automation and then give them the ideal personalized experience in a product that led them to, to, what were, to what they were really looking for to get them to really see the value in the product. And, and, and what we found was and and I talk about this in a book is is ultimately you know a, AI is really an an enabler to help your team do more with less because you know before we had to hire like you know I, I used to have like a, a much bigger team that was running and managing all these different facets of 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 how we went about paid advertising from how we acquired customers how we retained engaged and monetized to really cutting that leap team back to really um you know uh instead of having like like 20 to 30 people managing this we had like less than like like 10 people managing this and the machine was doing a lot of that heavy lifting so Mm -hmm. it really really became that enabler for the team to do more with less and it actually made things a lot more efficient because the machine at the end of the day is doing this 24 hours a day. And so, you don't, you know, you know, when you, when you, when you, when you, when you're growing your business internationally, you know, you don't need people working different time zones because the machine's doing all of that for you. Yeah. And and that machine doesn't have to be fed or take any time off or have a vacation or medical benefits or any of the rest of that stuff. Right. No. And, and, and so, you know, I think, you know, one of the other things I think, I think you and I probably talked about this um, before the call. You know, it's not about gross revenue at the end of the day because that's the revenue that comes into the business. It's about really kind of, you know, what's your net net revenue? How much do you get to keep? And so, you know, what I, what I will encourage solopreneurs to do because, you know, I mean, I mean, I've been doing AI and automation for like over 10 years. Mm-hmm. But now the great news now is that there's a lot of platforms that are available that, you, that, that, that where you don't need to build this technology. You know, you can pretty much kind of, for example, if you want to do paid advertising, you can kind of go to Google and, you, and, 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 and they have a lot of these capabilities built into their platform now, which wasn't there before. 
when I was wow. doing it. So, so you could actually run these experiments and, and they can find you those ideal customers and, and, and do a lot of the experimentation that I talk about in the book. And so in my book, you know, I, you know, I talk a lot about different platforms that people can use to make it more actionable today versus having to, you know, be an expert and hiring people to build all these capabilities. And, and, and the long and short of it is that, you know, it really does help streamline your costs in the business because for the most part, um, the biggest cost to any business is headcount, right? And so if you cut a lot of that out and, 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 and leverage the right um, AI platforms for different use cases or, 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 or business problems you're trying to mm-hmm. solve, it just enables you to, to be able to run with a really small team, but you'd be able to have the same kind of impact that a bigger business is probably having with, with three, four, five times as many people doing that. Wow. And that's Lean AI. I assume it's available wherever books are sold, especially like on Amazon, right? Absolutely. Yeah. It was actually one of the best sellers on Amazon. Whoa. There you go. That'll work. Well, Omed, again, thank you so much for being with us here today. We really appreciate you taking the time and sharing your wisdom with us. As I said, I've got a whole desk full of notes over here that I'm going to use in my own business. So thank you very much. Thanks for having me, Morris. Oh, you're more than welcome. For everybody else out there, y'all go out and make it a great week. Go find somebody you don't know and tell them about your business. Get involved in a conversation because that's where it all begins. I'll see you again next time right here. I'm Morris Sims.